Welcome to I Got Time. Can you introduce yourself to my listeners? Yes. Hi, my name is Melina, but I go by Girl in the Verse on Twitter. That's my handle. And um, what can I say about me? I mean, I worked in television for 10 plus years, so I love to be in front of the camera. <laughs> I'm pretty comfortable in front of the camera. Okay. Um I I have my own podcast, too, that we can get into. I am a content creator, and I love social media. I think it is my favorite thing on earth, really. And I think a lot of us who hate social, we tend to realize that we're on them a lot more than we would like to admit. But I, I love to say that I love social. And I got into NFTs and Web3 about a year and a half ago. That's where we met. And um, what am I doing now in that I am curating a bunch of funny like news segments that I'm doing on a weekly basis. They're pretty funny and a lot of people seem to be interested in them and requested them. So now I feel like I figured out a bit where I stand in that space because it's hard sometimes, you know, you enter a new space and you're like, okay, what can I bring to the table? And yep. that's basically where I'm at. Yeah. What what got you started around content creator? Because content creator, that's a fairly like new industry. You know, it wasn't around during like the MySpace times. When we were online doing MySpace on social media, nobody wanted to be content creators. Like what did what, what got you started or what do you think started this this, this advent of, of content creation and um actually like monetizing it? Yeah, I think for me it was very clear early on, I would say maybe ten years ago when I was entering the media world, right? I was sending out my resumes to big corporations like let's say ABC. And at the time, I think it was like 2008, which I know is like recession time too. But in the media world, Twitter had just popped up. It was like, what the hell's Twitter? Everyone was like freaking out about Twitter. And I remember employers were like, I'm sorry, but we cannot hire anyone right now because we have to deal with Twitter and we don't know because Twitter is going to take over the media. And like a lot of media companies were worried about Twitter. Which, you know, 10 years later, I think we're laughing about that because we're like, yeah. Twitter, there's like six other apps that are better than Twitter, you know? Way better. So, yeah, it's so funny to me at the time people were scared and apprehensive when it came to, you know, apps or social media apps. So I, I went home and then I quickly realized that, okay, I want to do this media stuff, but I need to understand, like, what's Twitter? And then, you know, Facebook came around, Instagram came around, and I think quickly early on, I realized that a lot of people don't know what they're doing. Yeah. It's clear to me today... People still like, so don't know. 10 what years doing. later, they still don't know what they're doing. Exactly. So what I started doing, I think, while I was working in media, I started seeing a lot of, you know, businesses, right? At first it was, we're going to post pictures of the food that we're eating or the, the good times we had when we went out. Or, you know, it was like it was like fun moments. It was more mm -hmm. memories. But it quickly, quickly changed into, wait a second, there's a bunch of different features. News outlets could put in some new stuff. And you, you could see that people were adopting social media quickly. So I knew that eventually it was no longer going to be a, hey, look at my food, and more of like a, hey, look at what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And so what, what I started doing was just, you know, going about my days. And I used to rant a lot. I used to complain a lot about a lot of different things. So back then it was, I, I used to complain, so I'm Italian. Um, <laughs> And my big fat, my big fat Italian household, like I'm trying to think of like my big fat Greek wedding, but my big fat Italian house and family members were, you know, very much about like, oh my God, but you're a woman, but you want to get in front of a camera, but like, you're a girl and you can't do these things. And my mom used to tell me like, well, what are you going to tell people in front of the TV? And I was like, what do you mean? This is what I studied. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I used to get these, like, yeah, I used to get like these weird, like immigrant things said to me like what what do you mean like I, I don't get it like why can't I do this what do you mean it's because I'm a girl it's like weird things like that would pop up a lot and so I started like ranting about them and then just quickly started growing like a following and um had a bunch of girls reach out to me like hey I could never do what you do like my mom saw what I was doing and so one day I was like wait a second this doesn't make sense why are women scared to talk about stuff that they want to talk about? So I just dived into a bunch of different things. But I think what got me into content creation was seeing people doing it wrong. You know, seeing companies adopt social media and thinking it was just going to be like their typical, we're going to post a picture a week kind of thing. Yep. And, you know, today, 2022 slash nearly 2023, it's completely different. And, you know, even just a 
few years ago, I kept telling people, you know, we got to start doing some more videos. People want to see the face of you instead of the products you're selling online. And people were just scratching their heads and like not taking my phone calls because they were like, no, 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 you don't know what you're talking about. And then TikTok came around. And I'll be honest, I wasn't into TikTok like I am now. So even as a content creator, I feel like I'm a little late to the TikTok game. But that's okay, because I feel like we each have our own thing. But I would say Instagram is by far my favorite platform, and I will continue really? to vouch for Yeah, and I'll tell really? you why. Really? Okay, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I know. Because this is going to turn into an argument. We'll go ahead. <laughs> it, can, it can turn yeah. into an and I, I'll take it with you. Like, it's totally fine. But the reason why I like Instagram is because till this day, even on my TikTok, people reach out to me on Instagram. People DM me more on Instagram. People okay. want to know what I'm doing day to day. Where do they go? They go to IG stories. I tell everyone the best feature on Instagram is the story. It is. Because that is. is where you nurture. I really do think that's where you nurture your audience. We're like, I'm on TikTok. I'm doing my funny little videos, but nobody knows who I am. Nobody knows yeah. that I'm having my morning coffee. They don't know my routine. They don't know I go to the gym. They don't know that I'm not only interested in crypto. I do different things, right? So yeah. I still feel like Instagram allows me to be that person that I think people want to see. You know, even for, even for my own podcast, I still tell people, you know where to find me. Reach me on Instagram in my DMs. And I really do think... Right now, it could just be me, though, Matt. It seriously mm. could just be me. But I find that a lot of people will reach out to me after they've been stalking me on Instagram because they're like, oh, wait a second, this girl. You know, it's not only about, like, the cute little pictures and the funny little videos. It's like, wait a second, this girl actually has something to say. And sometimes you can't do that in a video, right? Because you're trying to read. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> what I was going to say was I, um, Instagram stories is is definitely, like, the hottest thing on Instagram. Um, they just introduced the reels to compete with as a matter of fact, let me let me back up. Uh Instagram stories rolled out the stories feature because Snapchat was a threat to their market share. So then Instagram rolled out the stories. And then now they're introducing the reels. As far as like the feed and like the posting of the pictures, I feel like that feature is kind of like less popular now. Like I still post pictures on Instagram, but not not as much as I used to because it's like I don't even see the people that I follow because Instagram force feeds you a lot of the users that you don't even follow. So my entire feed is literally like people I don't know, and that that to me I only really go on Instagram when I, to, if I want to look like look at my story or post the story. Um I'll post a reel every now and then but I think by far for conversation and keeping up with people, um I like I personally like Twitter. So but I I understand what you mean with um the the reaching out with Instagram. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean look, am I I'll be honest, the only like downfall about being a content creator is that unlike my girlfriends or even my partner, I'm not on social media the same way they are. I'm on social media so it benefits me, right? right? So it's like even the algorithm, everything I see, I don't see like the funny cooking videos or like the cute little girl. Like I don't see those things. I literally mm -hmm. only see what you're saying, which is the kind of content that I'm putting out is the – I kind of see my competition basically and, and you know, like I see other content creators, other people helping people using video. Like I don't – I don't utilize my platforms because I don't want it to mess up my own algorithm that I'm trying to build for my own page. So I guess like that's the only downfall of being a content creator is that I'm not on TikTok to just do funny dances where I see a lot of my friends, like they just have a lot of fun. They do a little dance. They get three views and they're so happy because they did a TikTok. Whereas like I'm in here like, okay, what's my hook? What's my, you know, like I'm more yeah, like, the, yeah. right? It's, it's so different, but the funny, the funniest thing is when I get in return, my friends like, oh, I'm doing just like you. And I'm like, mm, no, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, right? like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm um, doing it to advance something. Like I'm really doing this to advance something. Yeah. So that's, that's the only thing, but I mean, yeah, I, I don't, the whole content creation for me. And I, I will say even today, I find the hardest thing is teaching people really like the value of it, you know, and I think as content creators, even what we do is undervalued when I I would say that today you, you need to have someone who's very focused on your content or very focused on the branding that you're trying to do or like the wording or like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like and I, a Absolutely. lot of people, they disregard that sort of work. Um, and a lot goes into a one minute video, truthfully. And it took me years to figure that out. Like, wait a second. 
actually put in 10 hours on this video. You yeah. know, you got to go find the trending sound. You got to go find something. You got to relate it to your niche. You got to, you know what I mean? There's like so much that, okay, granted, sometimes I'm doing it in my, in my, like on the bed, right? Like I just woke up, I'm like, okay, what's trending? But that's still time taken out of the day, right? So um, where I, whereas I find like other people who are on social, they're endlessly scrolling all night long, whereas I'm not, I, I tend to not do that because I'm on oh, no. social all day. I, I, I alternate between, and then I'm I'm more I I try to be more on the creator side because a lot of people who who browse social media are consumers. So there is way more consumers than than creators. So there's mm-hmm. there's people who consume content and there's people that create content. Um, I I had I also amassed a large following on on LinkedIn as well, and LinkedIn even reached out to me, and I started seeing like okay, people will more likely engage with a post than create a post. So once you take that side of creating the post as far as putting it out there you're you're more likely to get engagement because there's more consumers than creators i kind of fell into that niche um just literally because of my personality i like well again even before this content creation thing that i started to kind of get my feet wet into like in real life you know i'm i'm this is how i am a lot of people know like this is how i am I'm, i'm like this online and offline and i felt like man people this a lot of my friends, people around me would be like, Man, you need to put this out. Like you need to put more of your personality out there and see where it goes. And um I engaged with different companies. I'll tell you one example. Robin Hood had something on Twitter about, Hey, send us uh tell us why you want to invest with us or why you invest, you know, whoever wins, blah blah. So I sent them a paragraph and I sent them a picture of it was me, my dad and my son and we was all sitting together and I said, Three generations of this, I want it to continue. And I said, and this was without thought. I did not like, it was just like, oh, it was a picture on my phone. I was like, oh, this is dope. I'll send this Robinson. They said, we love your, we love this post. Can we use it on our website? I said, yeah, go ahead. And then they asked me for my, my, uh, my referral link. When I sent them my referral link, they sent $500 to my Robinhood account. This is, yeah, this is Robinhood. And that's just one example. Like, I feel like a lot more of these companies are starting to be more transparent around who their uh, customers are. So they use social media and content creators, and they use micro-influencers to advance their brand or the product that they're trying to market. And a lot of people don't get that. Like, if you're on socials, like, understand that you're you're being used as – you're being used. Like, we're, we're, all, being, we're all being used. That's why they, they call us users, because we are being used. And we're <laughs> – like, that's what it is. And is the, if there's a way to, to get something out of it, we need to be doing that. And this is why even last year I had the idea when he was like, yo, you need to start a podcast, man, because like you, you'd be talking about like a lot, a lot of stuff. So it was, I just didn't know how to get started. And I was reaching out to different people and I just kept hearing different instructions on how to do it. And, and I'm so glad I met you, Gigi, because I feel like this is, when I, when I went through your Spotify um, um, episode list, like you're, you're, you're ways deep in this. You're ways deep in this. How did, how did that start when you wanted to like, okay, pivot towards um having your own podcast? Because now everybody yeah. has a podcast. Yeah, I know. It's it's funny. Everyone and their grandma has a podcast, which sometimes yeah. I'm like, ah, do I still want to keep doing it? But I do because for me, it was the same, the same thing, like what I was just saying. I didn't have, I didn't have enough time in a 60 second story to rant or to talk about things or to be literally real with people. And so I started my podcast years ago. I think I'm on year three, which now I'm a lot more consistent. I think there was a point where I was doing it biweekly, but now I'm weekly. It comes out every Monday morning because I feel like it's a great start to your week. And even for myself, I'm like, okay, Mondays, you know, you just know that, okay, there's the podcast coming out. But yeah, I started the podcast and I think a bit like what I was trying to do is like, hey, like, let's get my girlfriends to get in on it. But you know very well, like you just started, it is so hard to get people to commit to a time, to a yep. place, yep. To, right? Like so hard. And so I think like after episode three, I was like, okay, I'm doing it alone. So I did. Yeah. Like I just like, I took it over. I was like, bye. And sometimes I think to myself, well, they just didn't want it bad enough like me. And that's okay. Because I think you're right. A lot of my friends are consumers and they yes. think they're creators. You said that really well. Like I need to... <laughs> take notes i'm going to listen to this episode and take notes yeah so i started this three years ago i called it don't forget your lipstick podcast for me it's an ode to women 
okay. to be themselves, regardless of what mom, dad, your cousins, your brother, your ex-boyfriend, what anybody thinks, regardless of that, I'm, I'm like giving women, and I say this a lot, their permission slip to be themselves, to do what they want, to go after their dreams, to, to care, to not care. It's just like permission slip to do what you want. But don't forget your lipstick is because I think a lot of the times women, we tend to forget like, okay, wait, why am I here? Or, you know, like we, we tend to forget like why we're entering this room or a lot of the women I know are very camera shy because, oh, well, I don't look like her. Right. Because social media yeah. has done one great thing for women, which is making us all right that we were comparing ourselves. It's gone to like a different extreme now. Right. Oh, my you God. Filters, so much. So for me, don't forget your lipstick means so many different things. But why lipstick? I worked in television for so long. And I'm telling you, before any breaking news story, I used to have my like director, producer, like, hey, your lipstick, like your lips, because you, you always got to look a bit put together. And that's yeah. something that I try to tell women every single day. It's not about being that, you know, a Kardashian or whatever. It's about being you. But I always say when I wake up in the morning and I don't feel like it, like I don't want to, Matt, like I don't want to do this podcast anymore. I don't want to do videos, you know? Well, for me, the intention Really is like, I, I really think this, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you're a guy, and guys today like to dress up and stuff. When you, when you put thought into how you're going to get out of the house, how you're going to look when you leave your house, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, there's this sort of automatic confidence that gets, like, that starts, like, feeding your soul. Like, I feel like when I know I'm going to put on my nice jeans, a cute little top, my little lipstick, I'm not telling you I'm going to go all glam up on my face. Like, that's really not what I'm trying to say. It's just like when you put that intention out there, you're also setting that intention for other people to be like, hey, wait, what about this person? Oh, and I'm yeah, telling yeah. you, right? Like, there's just something. Yeah, there's something about feeling put together. You know, like I tell this to people all the time. I say, I hate wearing a ponytail. And everyone's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I feel like I look like a boy, which is stupid. Okay, I know it is. <laughs> but that's just, that's just my thing. And at this point, because people see me a lot, and you've seen me too on Twitter, Everyone knows me as like the girl with the big curly hair and like a bit of lipstick on. That's really been my trademark for a really long time. So sometimes I'll put the ponytail, but I'm just like, it's, it's not me. You know, it just doesn't feel like yeah. me. So that's the whole gist of the name of the podcast. That's like a whole, that's a whole episode on its own. But, that's a whole episode um, in itself. Yeah, but that's the like, whole gist of it. Yeah. I like I like what you said about leaving the house with confidence before you, you, uh, you step out. My dad used to always tell me, yo, like when you leave the house, like make sure like good because you never know who you might meet. And it was something I never, you know, thought about until I actually started bumping into like random people where either people who already had like um businesses ex who probably haven't you haven't seen in like 15 years yeah. you know you just you if you look like crap you don't get like that second chance and be like oh wait a minute because they're gonna leave that interaction and be like oh my god you know i just saw matt and he was wearing like a hotel towel and like a pack of slides he looked horrible and even if i'm doing great because they saw you how you look they're gonna judge you off that and there's been times where i would get out the house or you know when i go to work oh where are you going and i'm like i'm coming to work you know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, well, why are you all dressed up? I'm like, I'm not dressed up. I just don't buy bummy clothes. I don't go out like, oh, I'm just yeah. going to look basic today. I don't I do not do that. Like, granted, I don't dress up everywhere, but I definitely make sure, like, I'm not going to look crazy when I leave the house because, again, you never know who you might meet. And it does instill that confidence for you to, um, you know, leave, wake up, get, get, look nice, look presentable at, at, at the very, I, yeah, I and I, look, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing, like I noticed, because I was still working in media and doing breaking news, especially during the pandemic, especially the first year, and all my girlfriends, all the guys, everyone was home, working from home, wearing joggers, and the joggers, like the whole fashion between, like, surrounding joggers came out, and I, I would that. still, like, go to my girlfriend's house, and, like, we'd meet up, and, like, I'd be there with jeans, and she'd be like, why are you wearing jeans? And I'd be like, well, what do you mean? She's like, oh, no, now, like, we, we're all dressing, like, comfort. And, I, like, I used to tell all my, they used to laugh at me. I used to say, don't get in on this. This is toxic. This is worse than not going to the gym. Because this <laughs> allows you, no, but it's true, because it's yeah, what you it said. Like, this allows you to black off. And yep. I don't know if it's because, you know, Matt, you and I do a lot of different things, but I can't slack off. I can't afford to be wearing um, my little joggers and like not being put together. And then I'm going to get in front of a camera. And I tell this to women all the time. It's not because I'm in front of the camera. That's not what I'm saying. It's, it's that to build that confidence because for a lot of people, 
it's confidence. It's not that they don't know what they're going to say in front of the camera. It's not that they don't want to do the trending dance. It's that they don't think they can do it. They don't have that confidence to do mm-hmm. it. So that's why I say, well, do you like what you're wearing? Do you like how you look? And then they'll be like, no, like, I ha-. well, then go do that, you know? And then you'll see, it'll be an automatic. And so I always start with, how do you want to, how do you want to present yourself? Even in terms of a business, right? Like you're a business, you're on social. How do you want to look? You're going to dress up in joggers or you're going to, right? Like, there's just yeah. something to be said about how you're going to enter a room. It matters. What, where, do you, where do you get this confidence from? Because you're a confident person, and I want to know where the hell you get it from. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Everyone says that. I think I just get it because I, for a long time, like I was saying, right, like I was growing up in a household where breaking the rules in some sort of weird way, which I think for me in retrospect today, you know, my mom is my biggest supporter. But back then, it was like, well, what are you going to go say? What are you going to do? You can't do that. You're never going to get in. Like, you used to always get those things. And so Mm -hmm. it wasn't so much like I'm going to prove it. It was more of like, I'm just going to go do it. Like, what's the worst that can happen? And I think I just got lucky. I'll say this. I think I got lucky because early on, um, nobody around me believed. Nobody thought, like, what is this girl going to go do? Right. Yeah. And then I, and it's funny because it's only once you do it and then people see you on TV and they're like, Oh yeah, she's like, Oh yeah, I know her. Oh yeah. Right. Like, and it's like, well, where were you? You didn't clap when I was like in the, yeah. in the trenches there. Like, right. So it's like, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Exactly. It's, it, and that's always like the funniest thing to me. Cause I'll say this to my mother. She goes, why are you going to tell people I wasn't supporting you? And it's like, well, cause you don't remember, but I do. Like, I remember, like, like, I left home early on because in this industry, very tough industry to get in. The only way to do it was to move around. I jumped around city from city, you know, try to get my name out there and try to, like, get people to like me. And, right, like, you got to you got to put in that work. It's sort of like an acting gig, right? Like, you got to go out there. It takes a lot of guts. I don't know where I got it from. The only thing I can say is I'm lucky that today I'm grateful for all the no's. Because I got a lot of no's. I got a lot. I got rejected a lot. It was like, no this, no that. We don't want women. You can't do this story. It's for guys only. You know, like I heard all that shit. Like I did all that. So I think at this point, and I think too, just to go back to the podcast too, like when I get girls that write to me and say, you know, I could never do what you do. For me, it's like, well, what do you mean? I want you to see that if I can do it, you can too. I would never want a 14 year old to think, well, if I don't pick out a good college degree now, I'm screwed. Right. Yeah. Cause I left media, I left journalism. And it's funny because today I'm on social and people are like, Oh yeah, yeah. That TV girl, <laughs> you know, I think truthfully when people get rejected, you either want to prove, I think maybe in, in that sense, I wanted to prove a little, like I'm going to prove to my mother and father, like I can do this. Yeah. And then once you get the applause, like, it's weird, you know, like, I tell people all the time, it's like, now that I get, like, the accolades, it doesn't really, not that it doesn't mean anything, but it's like, where were you when I was struggling? Where was that hand? Where were you when I was like, I'm trying to get in, and you didn't care. Now you care, fine. But, you know, and look, I'm telling you, it's 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 a tough gig. And I'm sure you know that too, Matt, like, right? Like, yeah, you've got a ton of followers. My, for sure. My my confidence comes from, I think my confidence comes from doing what I do and being who I am because I'm sure of myself. Like, I'm aware of myself. I'm sure of myself. I know my flaws. I know my strengths. I know my weaknesses. And nobody can use them against me. So when I step out into the world or talk to people I don't know, which I do all the time, I actually think it's fun. But that's where the confidence comes from. I feel like I can talk to anybody about anything to anything. And I've been talking in front of crowds. I can talk to three people, two people, a million people. It does not matter because I'm sure of who I am. Nobody's not going to make me feel bad about listening to the type of music I listen to, about eating the foods I eat, uh, my hobbies, my interests, nothing. Because I'm all aware of it. I'm proud of it. And that's where it all stems from. And I feel like that's where that's where I feel like all confidence should stem from. Like, if you know who you are and you're sure of yourself, then... Like, it, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. And I feel like you could do anything with that type of mindset going into it. Even me starting, a pod, even me starting like, starting this podcast, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm humble enough to go to 
somebody like you, who who's doing this before me and saying, hey, how can, you know, tips and tricks, how can I learn from you? How can I get better? What what gives you that that uh, consistency to, to put out the, the, the episodes, though? Like let's, like, let's get into that a little, because I feel like yeah. it takes more than a mic and a recording device to have a podcast. Yeah, it does. And I, I told you that early on. I think you need the consistency. If there's one thing I will say, and you told me last week, you were like, I don't know how you do it. And I'm like, I don't know how I do it either. Truthfully. <laughs> Yeah, no, like seriously, I'm like, I don't know how I do it. I feel like I talk all the time. It's like, just just get someone recording me naturally, right? But I think for me, the main thing is that I I try to make it accessible to everyone. So because I do content creation and I know that people want tips and tricks and stuff, a lot of my content is also about, you know, showing up. How do you do it? Like, what are businesses doing wrong on social media, right? Like things like that. Like what's the difference between Instagram and TikTok today? And I think really my, my purpose, and I, I, I'm trying to really hone in on that. I really want, and I say women, because obviously it's like, don't forget your lipstick. Like, I don't know about a lot of men that are going to go listen to that. But, and because I'm, I'm a one, like I say all the time, my intro, I'm like, I'm a one woman girl, Matt, I'm editing it. I'm recording it. I'm making sure sound is good. I'm making sure my topic is on point. Like I'm doing SEO, like it's all me, but I really try to focus on, well, who is this going to serve? Who's my audience here? Why are they here? Why are they listening to this one, not another one? I think it's because. I say it how it is. I don't really filter, even though sometimes I will swear, but I don't filter, but I'm also very honest. And I think the main, the main focus is to be unapologetically you and to be confident and to start before you're ready. And it's never going to be perfect. And you're not going to like how you sound and you're not going to like the audio that you chose and you're not going to like anything, but you have to start because when you start, you set the intention. And then you're going to look back five, six, seven episodes. And you're going to be like, oh, my God, that was episode one. I'm a lot better today. And I think that's the gratification everyone should strive for. Because a lot of people don't want to start. They're like, oh, I don't have 10,000 followers yet. Oh, no, wait, I don't have a good podcast catchy name. Oh, no, wait, I don't have. And it's like, you don't need all of that. You just need to start. And I think statistically they say most podcasts, fail because they don't even get to episode three. They wow. Suck. Imagine. Yeah. I can, I, can I mean, see look, that. I'm not a Joe Rogan po- podcast. Like I don't have all those kind of people listening, but the intention for me is to just have something that's not 60 seconds, right? It's like, I can't do this on TikTok. So yeah. And you, have, you have a loyal audience already. I have the loyal audience. And I think, you know, it's when you start getting those messages, like, oh, my God, I uh, I listened to this podcast and you were so funny when you said this, this, this. You know, again, I'm alone in my closet, like, recording this. Like, nobody knows what I look like. And it's relatable. It's yeah, relatable. it's very relatable. I definitely like your style of be about being unapologetic because a lot of the tips and tricks I saw, oh, if you, if you do start a podcast, you have to have a structure and a base. And I get that. I really do. What if you don't, you can, you can be natural too. You can be natural about it. If this comes naturally to you, I feel like you can do it. And even, even starting, I was supposed to start back in January. It's September. Like (laughs) it's September. Like I just started, but I already feel confident about the direction it's headed. And each episode is going to be better than the last. And I'm just going to be trying to remain consistent about it. But yeah, I was definitely scared of starting for sure. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I was, I was dragging it out. Like I, I, I had to get bullied into starting this this podcast because you know my friends around me, my family was like, "Yo, bro, just do it." What's the alternative? Not doing it. When when um one of my friends said that, I was just like, "You know what?" And I feel like um a lot of the conversations now are are having by everyday people and conversations that people need to hear. And I feel like that's the magic in podcasting because. I remember I used to like go go on YouTube and watch those radio interviews, and then you know these celebrities and stuff will be talking about stuff like I just can't relate to. Like you know, they drop gems here and there, but I started to gravitate more towards like regular podcasting, and I was like, man, I like this. And people are scared of entering an industry where there's already like a saturated thing. Oh, if everybody sells, I don't know, workout equipment, they feel like, oh, I can't do make videos about workout equipment because everybody's doing this, but everybody's not you you know you can have like it's not about who did it first it's about who's doing it the best if nobody's not you nobody's not me so like it's all about just getting started and realizing that you're unique and your strengths are different from other people's strengths even if they're doing exactly what you're doing so yeah 
I, I, I see I see some light there. I see some positive stuff there. What do you yeah, feel about I, the- I, I, I was just going to say, like, I even started doing, like, some crypto stuff in the podcast. And look, the numbers are not the highest ranking. But I'm like, listen, I cannot be talking about crypto on Twitter and TikTok and I'm going to leave my podcast empty. Like, I'm not going to mention crypto. So I started doing that. And I'm telling you, I got some people like, oh, so now you're a finance coach. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. I'm just telling you. I'm diving into crypto because people on the podcast know me as Melina. Like they know me as me, but they don't know me as girl in the book. So I'm like, okay. listen, because I started the podcast years ago, right? Before I got into crypto. So it, it only made sense. But I had no choice. You're going to get the backlash. You're going to get be like, like, you'll get that all the time. But for me, it's more of how can I talk about crypto and stuff going on and not do this on the podcast? That wouldn't be authentic. It wouldn't be me. I feel like a fraud. I would because, well, I'm doing it on other platforms. Why wouldn't I bring it into the podcast? So I would just tell you, stick to what you know and just go with it. And you know what? Eventually you may, you may, you may decide that you don't want to interview people. Like I'm thinking now too, I want to start interviewing people, but like, like we said before, it's a lot more work. So, um, you just got to dive in and do it. And I'm glad that you started doing it. Even though you want to start in January, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You started now. That's what's important. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. Do you feel, and this is a two-part question, I have, I was just on Instagram before we, we started this, and I saw that they introduced uh, 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 digital collectibles, so now you can connect your MetaMask and your Coinbase wallet, and you can display your NFTs on Instagram, because uh, I guess Meta, Facebook owns Instagram, and now they're implementing yeah. like your wallet connection, so now you can display your NFTs on Instagram. To, to a lot of the audience, it probably sounds like Chinese right now. Do you feel like sometimes like you you're ahead of the curve like too far ahead like you're you know like stuff that you talk about? I mean for sure. Look, I'm telling you now, the only thing I will say that's good about ev- all the updates that Instagram has brought is that because I've been talking about video for years and people are like, what are you talking about? I don't need to be the face. <laughs> and so now they call me and they're like, oh, you know, I gotta start doing videos. I'm like, oh, now you gotta start. Like, yeah, I've years been telling you this. Yeah. Exactly. Like I went on, I went on Instagram before on stories because I've been, I've, I've had a crazy day, and I was like, I want to really take some, like a few minutes before this episode, and really like sit down, have a glass of water, right? Because when you're doing content, you're constantly on video. It's like the adrenaline is nonstop. And so I went on Instagram just on stories, and I said, Listen, guys, like it's been a crazy day. I hate being one of those like Instagram influencers that's like I've had a busy day, but this is really my day, and it's been crazy, right? But I did say I was like. And to all those people who are reaching out wanting to do videos, you're three years late. So you're going to have to wait now. Like, cause that's really what it is. It's, you know, it's, it's something like now we're seeing the digital collectibles. I'll be honest. I haven't tested it out yet. I am in Canada. So I don't know if it's, if it's reached my neck of the woods yet. Cause sometimes, you know, it's like a slow implementation. Like even with Twitter, I didn't get the 100 and the thumbs down yet in the spaces and stuff. Like I, there's a lot of stuff that I didn't get yet. So, okay. I don't know how that's going to go about. I'll be honest, though. I'm a little eerie to, like, connect my wallet to the social platform. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But my profile picture is my PFP, which I'll tell you, nobody gets it. Nobody's like, everyone's like, oh, you drew that? I'm like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the type of person, if 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 uh, if I get hacked or, or, you know, my information gets stolen on the dark web or whatever, it's I'm gonna it's it's one of those things I'm just gonna sit back and be like okay I can see that happening because I love trying out like the latest and greatest technology that's just who I am like I'm like Tony Stark um when it comes to that kind of stuff I, I love technology I love gadgets and I love like trying like like those new you know features product updates that's just who I've always been when I talk to my my friends uh, uh, about crypto and nfts and stuff like that a lot of them didn't get it at first but i don't have people around me that will totally reject the idea even if they don't understand it they'll still like look into it because they trust i wouldn't you know put them in some something stupid you know what i mean but yeah it's been plenty of times where i feel like man like am i talking like five years ahead because i know 2025 2026 we're gonna see this stuff like i remember two years ago i was telling people like yo you guys want to start looking at electrical vehicles because there's going to be a time where they're going to ban gasoline automobiles and people were like, "Oh, you're crazy! How could they? How could they uh, 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 ban gasoline cars? You know how much stuff they would have to do." And sure enough, like a week ago, California.
California announced they're going to ban gasoline cars by 2035. I'm just always kind of like in that forward-looking environment where you have to look at things like a business model. Stuff we have in life, we enjoy them, great. But all of this is a business model, all of it. All of it is a business model. The moment you step outside your house, it's a business model, like everything. And even with content creation, with, with podcasts, so Spotify, Spotify is definitely, and shout out to Spotify, and hopefully they sponsor me one day. But Spotify, <laughs> what they're doing is actually allowing podcasters to start their podcast for free. Like, they, they I think there used to be a paywall. You know, now they're allowing, hey, look, they're buying small podcast companies or recording platforms, and they're allowing anybody to have a platform for free. Why? Because if one of those podcasters blow up, or even if they get, a, like, a large audience, Spotify will then share that revenue with that podcaster, but then it attracts more people to their platform, you know, because Spotify is competing with Apple, competing with uh, Google. I found out fucking Google has a Google podcast. I'm like, who? I don't know who listens over there, but I was just like, okay. <laughs> but everything, everything is 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 a is a is a monetization model at this point, and that's just how these businesses have had to learn to adapt to this. And it's either you're a user or you're a creator. And I would rather be a creator because I want to share in a revenue model that you know, Spotify and all these other podcasts are doing. And it's fun. You know, this this stuff comes naturally to us, Gigi. Like, it comes natural to us. Do you have to yeah. work on – how do you come up with your ideas and your topics? So this is what I tell people all the time. What's you on? have to just get out of the house. I just go out for a walk because sometimes you're just so in the moment that the, the creative juices are not flowing. So sometimes it's just like I go out, I talk to my girlfriends, we have a nice night. She says something, something clicks for me, and I take notes. So I have become, Matt, one of those people that used, I used to be like, oh, she's always on her phone. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm always on my phone, but if I'm out and I get this idea, I open up my notepad on my iPhone, right? I'm like, in notes, I've got like 600 notes right now. Like, it's crazy. My notes, it's not so. But I take notes because sometimes you're going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll remember that for tomorrow. And then I forget. So I'm very, very bullish on taking notes in the moment. Sometimes my friends are like, okay, here she is. She's taking out her phone. (laughs) (laughs) But you just need to. And, you know, I've become that person. Like, everything is content. Everything is content. I'm out and I'm just filming myself. That's a fact. (laughs) That's a fact. Like, that. So so with my coworkers, sometimes with my friends, we'll be in the middle of a discussion and I'll be like, wait, 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 wait. I have to like, we got to get this on the podcast. <laughs> That's the person I turned into like, wait, 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 wait. This conversation is, is, is really, really good right now. Hold that thought. We got it in our like book of time and we have to talk about this. Like we have to talk about it. Even when I reached out to you about podcasting advice when I hit you up and I was like, hey, you know, I need some help with this. You kind of started to, you know, tell me what you've been doing and stuff like that. I was like, you know, I feel like this is something a lot of people would need to hear, you know, just in case there's somebody out there that wants to, I don't know, start their own content creation platform, but maybe feel like they don't have like the following to do it or they don't have the confidence to do it. The important thing is to just get started because again, like when I reached out for that advice it wasn't to do an episode but that's what it turned into and now i have content and now this content will then inspire somebody else and it's like a it's just a never-ending cycle of 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 influence for somebody to start something hear something and start something and that's that's basically what i've turned into now and i love what you said about the you said about being busy i'll be telling people this like i'm busy busy not play, play busy. <laughs> like, I am busy. I have to do this, do that, structure a time between juggling two jobs, uh, helping with uh, investment consultation, uh, content creation, writing out ideas for the show. I kind of like it, but I kind of don't. You know, I kind of like it and I kind of don't. How do you, how do you, how do you, how do you balance all this? Well, I don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> that that takes out 50% of it. Yeah, exactly. I only say that, Matt, because I, I, so I turned 30 in March. Now, like, everyone looks at you. When you're 30 and you're a woman, it's like, okay. Okay, now now's the peak time. Now we're gonna ask her the question, right? Like, is she having kids? No, truthfully, I say that because a lot of my girlfriends started having kids, and you know they talk about strollers and their favorite pacifiers, and I'm like, did you guys see the D gods? Like, you know, what I mean? like I don't really care about your pacifiers. I I don't like. I'll be honest. I don't think I manage my time the best. I need to. Okay. I need. Like my favorite thing. In all honesty, I think every content creator would need to have some sort of like producer, like. 
hey, uh, this this is going on, this. But, like, I would need someone to sort of, like, guide me a little throughout my day because when you're the content creator, but also I realize because I'm the face of my own content, it's a lot different than when you have someone telling you, okay, this is what you should do today. Because when you're content creating and, like, you're editing and, like, you realize, oh, shit, two hours went by and I'm editing this one video. You know what I mean? Like, so yep. sometimes I get carried away. But what I will say is I've tried my hardest this past year. I made it my goal that I wake up on Saturdays and Sundays and I'm like, no, I will do like, I will do like, you know, obviously, like we said, I'm going to go out, see my friends. I take notes. I create some content, take pictures of my glass of wine, my food, you know, like creating content, whatever. That's fine. But I really try to like hone in like my weekends are my weekends. And like I said, I'm not on social the way people think that content creators are like we're not like I just see it with my girlfriends. They're like on social. They're checking out guys on TikTok. I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> like I just I'm not doing that. So I feel like as they're wasting their time, you and I are probably producing a podcast, right? Like the time that they're wasting, like we're doing that. But you're right. Like I'm also like I'm living like my full time in real life job plus like the full time gig we have just learning about crypto and doing all this stuff. And then the other stuff that we're all doing, right? Like, it's like, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I, I forgot to do groceries. Oh my God, there's nothing in the fridge. Oh my God, there's no food, right? Like, I sometimes have <laughs> There's a food. That's hilarious. Yeah. Like, my partner will come on like, babe, what's for dinner? I'm like, what's for dinner? I don't know. And like, there's nothing in the fridge, you know? Like, And I will say, I've had to let go of certain passions. Like, I love to cook. Okay. But you know what? I will cook. I am the biggest fan of like 30 minute meals now. I'm like, okay, 30 minutes in. I got my protein, my veggies, my, okay, I'm good. Like I'm no longer in the game of like, I'm going to do this long ass meal for like my man or something. I'm not doing that anymore. Like that's like, <laughs> that's like long gone. It's like do bad. What else can I say? But I, I, I'll tell you, I don't feel like I manage my time the best. So I can't really like, but you're right. I am very consistent. So maybe that's like, that's a bonus. I'm consistent, but I'm not good. I, like, look, it, I'll tell you sometimes, Maddie, I don't, I don't see my girlfriends. I'm like, sorry, I can't make it this weekend. Like I can't see you, you know, like I'll, I'll do that though. I'll yeah. yeah no, no, I, I go weeks without seeing my, 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 my friends. And one time we got on three way and we was like, uh, I said, all right, listen, I'm going to make it a thing to at least call you guys once a week. All right. But if you guys yeah. don't hear from me, I'm not dead. I'm 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 okay. I I'm just really fucking busy, you know. But I exactly. will make it a point to to like hit you guys at least once a week, minimum. So um, we've been doing that. I have you said you said something. You said uh with the kids thing. I actually saw <laughs> something on Instagram and I reposted it to my story and it said it, it was listen. It's from Bloomberg. Bloomberg, the huge finance uh our, uh, uh media company. It said. Women who who are single and without kids are actually getting richer, and that's a, a new research study found. That's what they say. It said women women without women who are single and without kids are actually getting richer. Now I know you're not single, but the without kids kind of thing stuck um stuck out to me because it, it, honestly, kids are expensive. Like I, I I love my babies, but they're they're expensive as fuck, and they also require a lot of time. And I feel like if you have time and energy to put into something, it needs to be something like you're passionate about. You know, I, of course I put in time into my kids because I'm passionate about my kids, but I'm I'm also passionate about content creation. I'm also passionate about Twitter. I'm also passionate about investing. I had somebody in, you know, somebody did reach out to me in my DMs. It was like, yo, I can help you, you know, if you need, like, a producer. And I put, like, this big LMAO, like, no, it's cool. I got this. But I don't got this. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. And I'm actually thinking about, like, yo, like, really making them my producer because I feel like I need one. Like, it's bad. Like, I have to, like, organize show times i gotta i gotta uh uh um, work around the schedule of my you know in real life jobs i have to like uh it's just so many things it's just so many things at once and it's something that's been going through my head lately about trying to maintain like that work-life balance because a lot of people do get burnt out and i don't want to get burnt out but i do feel like yeah. man if i just I, I feel like i have the energy to do it but i just need more hours in the day and i just i, I just can't find yeah look i'll tell you past 9 p.m i'm either on the twitter space or Truthfully, I'm like watching Shark Tank or like some sort of like business. Like even that, that's like like I don't. I'm not like binge watching The Bachelorette. You know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> I realized that I, like everything in my life is timed. It's like okay, and so tonight I'm going to learn about Ethereum, and it's okay. like that's what I did right during the pandemic. It was like people were like at home making bread. I remember this. Oh my god, Matt. People were making bread. Okay, Canada, like this thing it was like. Like, flour was, like, nowhere to be found in the grocery store because people were making bread and stuff. Like, people were finding new hobbies, 
Well, my hobby was learning about Ethereum. You know what I mean? Like, and so you're right. Like the priorities in my life right now are not in any way, shape or form for kids. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I, sometimes you have to be realistic with yourself. You know, I've been in a tough, tough business where kids was not even a thought really. Cause when you're in journalism, you're like, there's, there's like no time for kids. And then it's like, I left that world to get into like crypto world, which we all know you miss a day in crypto. It's like missing six months. Listen, yeah, you're done. You're done. Right. So it's like, it's like, yeah, you're done. So then it's like, I enter a new world, which is like worse than media in the sense of like, cause you gotta, you gotta keep up with it. And so, yeah, yeah you're right. I, I count myself lucky cause I don't, I don't have the kids yet. I'm not there yet. I'm, you know, and I always say this to a lot of people cause like, why don't you want kids right now? I'm like, cause if I had kids, I couldn't raise them the way I want to. You know what I mean? Mm. So, because I, I, I want to do what I'm doing right now. And like you said, like, because we've got this passion right now, I want to, I want to keep up with this momentum. Look, I'm not going to be 30 for much longer. So I <laughs> keep up with, with the stamina that I've got. But I will say for everyone listening, because, you know, you and I are talking about a lot of different passions that we've got. When I started in this world, and like I said in my intro, like about me and, and crypto and stuff, like when I entered crypto, I wasn't sure, like, what can I bring to this table? And if you're listening right now and you're like, well, should I start a podcast and Instagram and TikTok? Like, I don't know what to do. I would, I always tell people to start with the one thing that they want to be known for. So like right now in crypto world, I think at this point, like three weeks in with my crypto news stuff, I'm now like the news girl. Like everyone is like, right. Like, what, what, what are you doing for news this week? Like I've turned into this person. And nobody knew I was in media. You know what I mean? Like, that's the weirdest part, right? And at the you, beginning, yeah, and I started, I started, exactly. And I started in crypto telling everyone, I want to help more women. I want to help more women get into the space. But then, Matt, I realized, like, I can't be that girl. I'm not going to help people set up wallets. Like, that's not what I'm going to do here. Like, seriously, that's not what I'm going to do. So, again, I just dived in. I was like, let me just do this funny, like, we had a crazy news week a couple of weeks ago in crypto world. And so I was like, let me just do this silly, stupid thing. And obviously, I've got the, like, news voice, right, because I've done it for a long time. So do the little, And, like, I come out with, like, my big eyes and do, like, some stupidity. And I'm telling you, it blew up to the point where people started calling me, like, hey, can you do news for us? Hey, can And then I was like, oh, wow. And that's enough, yeah, and that's another thing that people, people will always be like, oh, I want to do my own thing. But you know what? You've got to maximize on that moment. Like, people want you for this hot thing right now. you got to go with it. So now I'm just going with it. Because we don't know where it's going to lead. Look, if in five years from now I'm selling creams and crypto dogs and punks and whatever, that's fine. (laughs) Right? Like, you've got to be known for one thing. And I always remind these women who look up to the Kardashians for some strange reason. But I always tell them, the Kardashians were known for one thing at the beginning. Today, they they maximize on that. Yeah. Yeah, today they've got a bunch of stuff. But you, my friend, you've got to be known for one thing first. And then eventually you can, you know, you can dive deep into different other things, but you've got to start with one thing first. And for me in the crypto world right now, it's not lipstick. It's not the podcast. It's not the, it's the newsy things that I'm doing. So I'm going with it. I'm going with it. I'm like, you know what? This works. Why would I change a formula that's working for me right now? So I'm just going with it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, We touched on something, which you see, you said something and I'm going to leave (laughs) that for another episode. Women and kids, and why is that frowned, <laughs> why is that frowned upon? That's something I want I want to talk about. We're not gonna do it here because this is the end of the episode. But man, you you you've been amazing, Gigi, and and I, I hope that. By the way, guys, I'm calling her Gigi because like I saw a girl in the reverse, and I was just I just kept calling her Gigi. So once I assign you a nickname, like you're stuck with it for life. So I hope you know that exactly. Um, but no, uh, uh, everything you're doing, I hope you keep going. Right now, Melina is on episode uh, 2,708, <laughs> and um, that episode list is crazy. I'm telling you, like, I have to, I got to binge watch it like the Office series on Netflix. Like, I, I got to really, like, sit down and, like, <laughs> uh, catch up with it. But, no, nah, I, I do, I, I want to have you back on here um, again. I, I want to be on yours, and I would just want to keep keep continuing and building on this because I'm encouraged by what you do. Um, I'm inspired by what you do. It's a lot of people that do podcasts, but I felt like somebody with your consistency, that's what I aspire to be. That's what I aspire, that's what kind of content I aspire to put on my platform and yeah that's what i'm going with it um do you have anything you want to talk about with the podcast or what's coming up um well look i i will say this the podcast like just this week i believe or last week but whatever it's still very fresh 
I talked about, you know, how do you sell on social media without feeling weird about selling? Mm. Now, I'll tell your audience the one thing. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to your audience. The one thing that I want everyone to leave with today is that we need to stop focusing and stop looking at our followers like they're numbers. And we got to start talking to our followers like they're our best friends. Talk to your audience like they're your best friends, right? So you're not going to go on, you're not going to text your best friend like, hey, you got to buy this cream right now because right now, like, it's 50% off. There's only 50 spots left, early bird sale, like, and you keep texting your friend like, buy this cream, buy this cream. You're not going to do that, right? So I want you to go on social and talk to your people like they're your best friends. Like, hey, I'm doing this. I'm selling out of this price, right? Like, you don't want to go out and feel like you're a salesperson because you're not. Right, so I yeah. just want people to remember your followers are not just numbers; they they have heartbeats, right? Like they they live and breathe. So you got to treat them like family all the time. How important is that organic following? Because my friend said something the other day, and I want to talk about it a little. He said, um, you know, some people have a lot of followers, but they have no influence. You know, there's some people who who can have like way less followers than you, but they have more influence than you do than somebody who has a lot of followers. The other day, I posted. I posted today drain me, but I only posted that on Twitter because I saw the meme, the you know the meme sound from Instagram where that guy like oh Lord have mercy today drain me. So I found that funny and I just tweeted <laughs> and I just tweeted today drain me. I got like six DMs from people like on, on you know who follow me on Twitter and was like yo man are you okay like yo I hope it gets better and it, it kind of touched my heart. But I was, I was like yo like I'm I'm good like you know what I'm saying. But like these people actually like cared you know to even hit me up and say, no, like, I, I hope you're good. Like, keep it going. Like, you'll keep your head up. And, again, it, it, they didn't know what context I was tweeting from, but all I just said was today drain me. But they didn't know, you know, what it was. But they actually <laughs> took their time to reach out to, and felt like something was really wrong with me. But And and, and, and that was that was kind of fun. But, you know, everybody that, that, that does follow me, it, it, it is for an organic reach because I feel like, you know, I do interact with people in a very natural way. So how important is that as far as follower, followers versus Yeah, I, I mean, look, I don't have 10,000 followers. I never got to 10,000 on Instagram either. And I'll be honest, even with the new algorithms and stuff, Instagram writes to me now like, hey, you are our, like, super creator. I don't know what the hell they called me. And I was like, okay. But I've been, you know, and I think I think you're right there. It, I think at this point, I don't look at the numbers. I'm just like, who who reads this? Who resonates with this? And if I made mm-hmm. their day happy, look at the end of the day, Matt. The content that we're producing, although like we put in a lot of work, it's all free stuff. No one's Bye. paying me to tell me to tell people to you know go on Instagram and go on TikTok and do videos. Like no one's paying me to do that, right? Bye. So I just say if I if I can go out there and and people like what I'm saying and they want to follow me because they believe in me. Well, then I feel like that's way better than having 10 fake robots, right? So, and look, to your point, you wrote out that tweet and Aaron's like, oh my God, I hope he's okay. Which again, it's like, we forget that like we put stuff online and there are people actually reading it. People actually who, you know, want to reach out. And I think that's nice. I think it's nice that you got those comments. Yeah. And again, it was totally, totally from the meme, but, uh, Oh my God, we can go on and on, and I love this. I know. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Najee, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely let you go, and I really want you to be on, um, on the show again. We're gonna talk about, see, you guys, right there, women and kids, and bad, good, what's going on with that. That's gonna be definitely <laughs> our, our our next episode. Love to have you on. Um, I got time podcast, guys. I, I'm gonna try to put out episode every week. I'm gonna say every Tuesday. Um, I'm going to work on that consistency. I'm sure Melina is going to get me right. And I hope you guys tune in next time.